So whether it's cuddly polar bears in distress or pulling stunts like chaining themselves to trees, environmental groups are, are very, very good at drawing on emotion to fight their causes. And they've done a superb job because we are not getting pipelines built. We are not getting resources to market. And because of that, we are absolutely losing billions a day. And that's because we keep pandering to these groups. You might recall uh, recently, in the last uh, week, Greenpeace held an anti-pipeline protest, and they had their protesters dangling from the Iron Workers Memorial Bridge in B.C. for 35 hours. They were protesting uh, oil tankers. They were blocking oil tanker traffic from moving oil. Of course, they don't protest when Saudi oil comes in or Nigerian oil or Venezuelan oil. It's only Canadian oil that gets them up in arms. And so they're blocking Canadians' oil and resource development. And that's because tepid politicians just keep giving them what they want. Well, there's a national campaign now underway to fight back. And this is a pro-resource group made up of blue-collar resource workers and investment types who are pretty much sick and tired of sitting on the sidelines because a handful of activists are essentially running the country. Let's bring Rick Peterson into the uh, conversation. He's the president of Peterson Capital, also one of the founders of this campaign, which is called Suits and Boots. Hello there. Alex, how are you? I'm good. Let's talk a little bit about why you and uh, the group that you formed believe that there needs to be a pushback. You know, it's, uh, it's when you're in the investment industry, Alex, every day uh, your job is to go out and find uh, capital and money to invest in good investments. And I think the the bell that rang collectively on Bay Street uh, was when Kinder Morgan said they would uh, walk out on May 31st unless uh, they had clarity on the Trans Mountain Pipeline. We know what happened after that. Uh, you and I and taxpayers ended up buying that thing, which was not a very smart uh, move. And I think a lot of us on Bay Street, or those of us, Alex, in the capital markets, realized we've got to stand up. We've got to do our part for it because attracting money into Canada, attracting capital into Canada, if something like Kinder Morgan can't get done, is going to be tough. And that affects us all from, from coast to coast. Yeah, we don't think of it much here in Ontario. We've got the auto sector. We've got our own headaches uh, that we're dealing with. But, you know, I I look at the oil uh, situation and I realize, you know, it does actually impact um, Ontario because we have a lot of uh, companies that make byproducts that go to the oil sands. But essentially, we all do well if Alberta does well. Well, you know, energy exports are, I think it's 15% of our GDP, uh, you know, is energy exports and motor vehicles are probably 12 or 13%. But if the resource industry gets choked off, Alex, uh, you know, there's an eight blocks radius of King and Bay, that's probably not far from where you are right now, that's going to be turned into a parking lot. Yeah. Uh, some people may like that, but I have to tell you something that right now... But it will be done with asphalt made out of oil derivatives. So the, There you uh, go. Sorry. There you go. Absolutely. It's a... It's a it's a tough situation, and we have to hand it as your as your intro pointed out. Um, the Greenpeace people, uh, these guys are good, yeah. right? They uh, very great pictures that came from the Iron Workers Memorial Bridge from the eleven or twelve of them that were dangling from the bridge. And and quite honestly, Alex, my colleagues, all of us in the capital markets across Canada um, have a strong opinion. We know what needs to get done, but we've been slow to get out and do things. Right? We've been slow to get out and uh, support the people on the ground. There are lots of little organizations out there that have the science, they have the studies, they have the goodwill in it, but 
in the investment business, theoretically, we're good at finding money. And one of the things that you got to keep in mind is that it, it's a real snake, snake pit of interests of different intertwined groups, right. usually funded from the U.S., yeah. that are choking our economy right, right. now. Okay? And unless um, – have you had Vivian Krauss on your show before? I have, yeah. Show? And if it weren't for people like Vivian Krauss, and she's pretty much single-handedly fought uh, for, you know, to uncover all this foreign um, investment uh, being used to fight against our own uh, country's well-being. Uh, but, you know, it's not mainstream just conversation. That, Alice, no, yeah. Just to back up on, on this point, um, some of the things that these uh, snakes in the snake bed have done are maybe a little bit offside. You know, was it a real charitable organization? But you know what? At the end of the day – Everything they've done has been legal. Mm-hmm. They've raised money. They've given it to client campaigns. The campaigns have gone out and done things. Now, some of the stunts, you know, are offside. Uh, you know, when you choke off the Lions Gate or the, uh, the Iron Workers Memorial Bridge for a couple hours and you stop shipping, that should be punished. But at the end of the day, Alex, Greenpeace and the American Trust Fund babies who are financing them, they picked our butts. Sure, they have, haven't they? And so, but but you're now going to be competing against emotional things like polar bears and and and, um, you know, trees being clear-cut. Those are emotional images. How do you uh, and your group plan to capture the attention of Canadians to make them understand what's at risk here? Because I'm not sure if you're hearing uh, or not whether, you know, is Canada in the world um, looked at as being closed for business now? There is a discount. There is what we call in the investment industry, there's the Canadian discount now, right? If it takes you five years to get a pipeline done, why would you put money there when you can put money anywhere else? And you know what? We're we're not going to be climbing off of bridges or taking pictures of polar bears. But if you think of the resource communities, and our our first campaign this summer, Alex, is we're we're reaching out to about 35 resource communities in British Columbia. Mm -hmm. And we're hearing back. uh, My email box this afternoon is just full of comments from from MLAs in British Columbia, uh, from people on the sector. And they're saying, you know what? These environmentalists are screwing our economy. They're wrecking our jobs. They're wrecking our future. So if you think of uh, somebody who's got a uh, 17-year-old daughter living at home because they can't find a job in British Columbia right now, um, I think that's pretty powerful, right? Yeah. And, and un- unfortunately... Not, not to mention we're in a time um, in the economy with tariffs going against our steel. You know, the, the best thing we can do is get our resources moving so that we have something to... Fi- that's the plan B. <laughs> Should be so plan A, plan, but... Yeah, we are we are coming up with a plan, Alex, over the summer at, at Suits and Boots. And, and if your listeners are listening, at suitsandboots.ca and... They can help donate if they'd like, but we're going to raise a lot of money. Our goal is to become the equivalent of the Tide Foundation in Canada. And we're talking big numbers. We're starting slowly. Um, You can't go out and ask uh, my colleagues for money unless you've got a plan. What are you going to do with the money? Mm -hmm. So we're putting together a plan over the summertime that involves outreach to 35 communities, resource communities, asking for their feedback. What are we going to do? And then we're going to go uh, across Canada, Vancouver, Calgary, Edmonton, Winnipeg, Toronto, Quebec City, and Montreal, and ask people in the investment industry to finance and support this fight. And we're going to raise a lot of money, and we're going to put together a program that highlights why the resource economy is important and highlights why we need to do it. We're in the investment business, so if we can't raise money for this, I don't think anybody can. And uh, based on the feedback we've had so far, it's gone very well. All right. Well, we'll stay in touch with this and uh, look forward to seeing what you guys put together. Thanks so much, Rick, for joining me. Alex, thank you for having me on. Thank you. Appreciate it. That's Rick Peterson, and the um, organization is called Suits and Boots. So if you want more information on that, you can find that on, uh, on that thing you call the Internet.